Oh my god, so many voices! So many voices! <laughs> oh, it's one of those days, kids, but look, we have a full house. Say hey, all of, all the all everybody. Hey, Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> um, with the, we're waiting for the man of the hour. He will return to us very so, very shortly, I'm sure. But while we're waiting, let's check in with everyone. Let's start with Dira because she's next to me, as per usual. <laughs> How you doing, gorgeous? I'm doing well. Heading a good week. Heading to a three day weekend this weekend. No plans, but. Oh. Laundry, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> Laundry. Get That's that retreat here. That's an exciting time. Then we, we have. New... Oh, sorry, go there. I was just going to say, we bought a new washer. I'm kind of excited. Oh, I've got to trial run that shit. <laughs> got to trial run that shit. The lovely Katie McCarthy's back with us this week. Hi, guys. No more uh, family emergencies. I can come back to uh, this family emergency. <laughs> well, we're always a family emergency. You guys are always an emergency, always a wreck. But exactly. I love you. Exactly. <laughs> Look, um, speaking of someone who's returned to us, Luke, it's been a little while since we've seen you. How are you? It really has. I'm great. Um, yeah, look, I'm obviously doing nine to five now, so it's a little harder for me to be doing the live. I'm so glad I have this week off and yeah, yeah. And life's great. I go to bed every night. So <laughs> are, you, are you saying you get some sleep after our, re- our real talk round table? That's oh crazy. My God, you you do. Sleep? What's that like? <laughs> I felt hey, it. Oh, here he is. Hi, Jeffrey Airman. How are you? Hey, Daddy. I'm outside in the in the storm. I don't know if you can hear the water roaring, but it sounds so good. Jeffrey, I, I need to ask you something. I need to ask you something, and everyone else needs to sit like sit here looking shocked. Ready? That's your direction. Okay. You've never seen it miss this house and miss that house and come straight <laughs> after you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you feel okay? Was that Twister? Yeah. That was Twister. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was just watching Look, that the other day. From, from one award-winning but artist to another. Who delivered that line? Was that Helen? That was Helen Hunt. But we, we yeah, have our own, a very own blonde bombshell returning to us after a, after a delay, but she's a forced return. <laughs> hey, Katie. Hi. How are you, Miss, Miss Underwood? Tell us about oh. your life in new lockdown. <laughs> I'm good. This the state of Victoria has been kind enough to bless us with a week off work. Yay! Um, Is it paid? So Melbourne lockdown. We've got a few cases, but the news today in Melbourne is is good news. There's only four new cases after fifty thousand tests were done yesterday across Jesus, Victoria. Vera, so they're you- very. They're very happy with those numbers, uh, so I feel quietly optimistic if that's where it's at for us that we will get released from our state-induced bondage uh, in a week. But in the meantime, uh, I'm already up two batch-cooked curries. Uh, there are cupcake <laughs> cooking classes on the menu later today and no doubt uh, we'll be cooking and baking and creating and legoing and monopolying. Uh, quite a bit over the next week. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. So Katie, from one Katie to another, how many cases did it take to get you guys to go into lockdown? I'm really curious. Not as many probably as you guys would have. So we had... um, (laughs) That's why I'm trying to hear this. (laughs) Yeah. So to give you some context, at the moment, there are 36 active cases in Victoria. 
That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but they were concerned because it's the Indian COVID variant and that apparently is more contagious and spreads faster. So they're just kind of – Australia has this technique now where they just quickly do snap lockdowns for each state when cases emerge. They get on top of it very quickly and then they release us all. So I think, look, it's a great strategy. I'd rather be locked down for a week than have to do another few months um, oh, because they act too late. So, you know, hats off to the people in in control of these things. As irritating as it is from a business perspective, from a health perspective, it's very reassuring. I feel like, you know, our government really has a handle on how to act when things go south. So I have yeah. to ask. Though, <laughs> I have to ask, why is it always Melbourne? <laughs> because it's a big because, because we're the coolest. Yeah. Like, yeah. can I just share <laughs> One of the most hilarious things about this contact tracing is they, they identified one of the early cases in this cluster and it was such, such a joke for Melbourne people because, like, this dude or guy or whoever it was clearly went on a club-hopping tour across <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> oh, my so God. Like, from 9 till 11, they were at this bar. From 11 to 1, they were here. From maybe 12.30 to 3, they were here. And then... <laughs> <laughs> At least he went and out with a bang, like, my God. And it's look, like, you know, classic night out in Melbourne. So it was very and, amusing to watch, to read that. Who he was in and out of at that time is, you know, left to mystery. Because did you yeah. hear did you hear the one <laughs> in Sydney about that older guy? And they no. couldn't figure it. So there was this older gentleman, like I think he was like late 40s, early 50s. Yeah, careful, careful. Late, yeah, late 40s, say, early that, 50s. That old no, guy. like he was... Actually, it could older. be 50, 60. We're all getting older. It's okay. Um, yeah. And they couldn't figure out him, him and his wife got it, but they couldn't yeah. figure out how he actually got it. I was like, oh, someone's been, dipping a, someone's been dipping a wick where they shouldn't have been, I think. <laughs> That's a bit rude. And it disappeared yeah. off the news. It disappeared <laughs> off the news, That's though. It yeah. disappeared off the news. It's like, oh. Someone's been doing a nothing, nothing. They have yeah. four cases in Melbourne in a week, and we have four cases a day in Kiwi County, and we're opening everything up. Yeah, I was we'll going to say 36 yeah. cases. That's like how many people are in the hospital, not just how many people are positive in New York. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, I think it's just we've all learned from last year that things can get away from us very quickly if they don't act fast. So they're probably acting faster and more radically than they ever have. But I think that's, you know, wisdom of experience. So, yeah, we yeah. haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Well, we figured it out. We just didn't do it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I feel like I just needed to put that up for what Justine said. It's too late. Right. It's yeah. too late, baby. Too late. <laughs> too late. I don't care. The Ain't nobody gone. coming after me. Ain't nobody coming after me. <laughs> um, Wait, so can, before we, all, we, can we just Before we get into the big news, um, it's, very, it's very soothing. Right. Mm. Take a, let's take a minute. Very soothing. Um, so before good. we get on to the big news, Jeffrey, we have to ask you because you're the you're the papa. How, this week is a big anniversary. So how does it feel to still be here ten years later? Uh, <laughs> with like a yeah. senior hiatus. Fatter. Um, <laughs> oh, I feel that. I don't feel and, that. And like my siblings abandoned me with like a bunch of trouble cuts. Wow! <laughs> Just kidding. I love you all. No, you don't. <laughs> you got the cool. You got the cooler, more efficient ones that stayed around. <laughs> oh, work! 
Um, I'm just causing trouble left, right, and center today. But speaking of trouble, we might as well jump into this week. Hot load of hot topics. Oh, Vera, every time. <laughs> Vera, so I know. It's, a, it's such an impressive vocal. It really now, is. <laughs> I want to start out. Where are we? There's some funny-ass stories today, but let's um let's not ignore the um the elephant in the room. So basically, <laughs> a previously undisclosed U.S. intelligence report contained information that three researchers from China's Wuhan Institute of, of Virology had to be hospitalized due to illness in November of 2019, with symptoms consistent with both COVID-19 and common seasonal illness, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Um, are we questions. surprised? And Vera, you can go first because you had to hand I up. I have questions. <laughs> Do we really believe that the U.S. government had this report and Donald Trump didn't know about it? He was the president when allegedly the U.S. government had this report and he was trying to prove that this came out of a lab in China. I agree. Yeah, but Trump doesn't read. Trump doesn't read. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I go back he doesn't, gonna... but there are people around him that do. Like, there were already too many words in that article. Like, once he gets to number five, I mean, allegedly he used to ask for his briefings to be in uh, diagrammatic or video form. So if that tells us anything about how across current events Trump was, yeah, nah, he didn't know. I'd like to go next. <laughs> okay. Uh well, here's my thing. So it says like symptoms that are consistent with COVID-19 and seasonal illness. So like the guy could have had the flu. Like I'm not saying that it's not a possibility that this theory that it leaked from a lab is possible. But I'm saying like from the start, we were saying it's so hard to determine. Is this a common cold? Is it COVID-19? So why are we immediately jumping on the <laughs> Trump was right all along? It's It was leaked from the lab. Don't give I, that guy credit, please. No, I do believe that, that President Biden is being very strategic. I think that's the first time I've said that on air. President Biden is being very strategic, and he's trying to address the rumor mill that, that Trump created. I do believe that, but we'll see. Time will tell. Well, look. I think he knew just... all along. <laughs> Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffrey's going to mute himself in and out because he's got um, Meryl right. Streep. The you river might, wild you might going in the he, background. You might say he's going a bit batty. Uh, look, he's a <laughs> wanker. Yeah, that crashed in there, didn't it, Katie? <laughs> yeah. Are you out of practice, girl? I am not a practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. But speaking yeah, of the, room, Don- girl. the Donald. I'm muting myself. <laughs> the, the, Donald, um, the Donald is still in the news because uh, when StreamYard wants to play with me again, <laughs> Why? Um, so he basically, I'm not going to read this whole statement because it hurts my brain. Basically, he's claiming that there are deleted votes. He's still, basically, he's still trying to say that he lost, he won the election. I know. Um, it's as plain as a bad tan on his face now, right? That it's it's over, Donnie. Like, it's been over it's since over. January yeah. 6th. He can't accept it and his people. His minions are running around screwing shit up. They just released a report. The state of uh, Arizona, Secretary of State, released a report last week saying they have to replace all of the voting machines in Maricopa County because they've been so badly tampered with with the president's audit committee. 
that's what you get for the land of the free, home of the brave, right? Oh, <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Speak, speaking of scary people in politics, I kind of laughed out loud when I saw this article. But um, so Mark, <laughs> Mark McCloskey is a 63-year-old personal You're injury lawyer. Me. Told Tucker Carlson, God came knocking on my door last summer disguised <laughs> as an angry mob, and it really woke me up. After making the news worldwide last year when Black Lives Matters protested, protesters, God, entered their property, and the McCloskeys have pleaded not guilty to weapons and evidence tampering offences. Missouri Governor Mike Parsons said he will pardon the couple if they are convicted. Mr McCloskey is running as a Republican candidate for the Senate seat left vacant after incumbent Roy Blunt, yo, Pastor Blunt, announced he will <laughs> step down at next year's modern uh, midterm elections. I can't read today either. Oh, God. Can we just stop it, like, personal injury lawyer and go, yeah, nah, man. Stop no. making you. Just no. You would hope so, but no. This country is so screwed Look, up. I don't, I, I know there are some, possible. I know there are some God. subtleties about, you know, land of the free over there, but in, in what universe is it, acceptable for an ordinary civilian to have a frigging assault rifle. Is that not what that was? Like, Man, was, I, see, yes. I see pictures oh, of like Katie. armed forces in the Middle East with that, but it was what the hell total recall shit about? I, I just like on your lawn, like, sorry, I just, I will never, I will never be able to just go, oh yeah, that's I, normal. Like, I love people. I no, love right. the wife's tiny gun. Look at her. <laughs> My rights. I know she's divine. He's fine. <laughs> it looks like it looks like Boris and Natasha got like in the suburbs from Rocky and the yeah. Bo- Rocky and Bullwinkle. She's like, darling, I have tiny gun. Where is Moose and Squirrel? <laughs> he, has, he has an assault rifle because he has his Second Amendment right to bear arms, and he has to protect himself from the tyranny. Okay, they're coming yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I be there's devil no, advocate no here? That, you know? No. There, go, Luke. No, go, Luke. There's absolutely nothing you can do okay. to justify an assault rifle. <laughs> I, I don't justify it at all. Like, you all know I'm actually anti-gun. Um, but I'm just going to say with that constitution, like, people should not be trespassing on their land. That should not have happened. That's a criminal offense. They were not on their land. That's that's a misrepresentation. They were on Well, I just read the article in front of me, girl. That's all. I'm going off the article in front of me. If we're going to play that game, let's play whose land is it really? Well, I'm just going to say, though, if you have your Second Amendment and then all this press, then I kind of understand why he would use that to try and run for a government position because, you know, Land free and money, money, money. So, look at their house. There's definitely money, money, money. Listen, there were black people oh, definitely. in front of their house. That doesn't look nice to them. They got to get them out. <laughs> they got what rid of the did? lawn jockey so many Woo! years ago, and now the black people are back on their lawn. Oh, God, get them the away, they say. Oh, get them the away. Lord. I know we're gonna. I'm gonna find a better intro to our, to the story that Jeff wants me to talk about because we can't go from that to that because no, we really it's not can't. very nice. It's, um, it's... So speaking of, by the way, I, I really must be devil advocate. Then I actually. Do right. you play devil's <laughs> avocado as much as you like? So. No, we don't believe um, 
we're gonna we're gonna jump from one internet meme taking over the world to one that we're lo- we've lost. Can we RIP for oh. Charlie bit my finger? Oh, um, so <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you never seen Charlie bit my finger, Katie Underwood? Um, <laughs> no, apparently I haven't. Yeah. Okay, I haven't well, Katie. So a very, very me. famous, a very, very famous YouTube clip um, was was it's all happened now. Um, the clip will be deleted from YouTube 14 years after it's uploaded by UK man Howard Davies Carr and has been viewed more than 882 million times. The clip will be offered as an NFT in an online auction where the buyer also getting to create a parody of the video with the now grown children. I think it went for sale for like $500,000 for like the rights to a clip of like 30 seconds or so about a little boy sticking his finger in his brother's mouth and his brother bit him. <laughs> Charlie bit me. Sick world. That's okay. the world we live in today, guys. I'm just okay. mad I don't have that clip. Yeah, this well, is no one has it now. Well, yeah, yeah. I just want a little clip that I can sell for half a million. <laughs> you never know, Vera. You could be making that clip right now. Katie's keep Katie's keeping yeah. all those uh, behind the scenes Bardo <laughs> things underneath the toot, you know. One day. day. I know, right? I know, right? (laughs) She got nothing. She's like, I wish I would have had a camcorder back in the day. Yeah, no. Yeah, right. Underwood, the understory. I'm glad the internet didn't exist back in my day. That was. I know. Yeah. Imagine the truth the internet could have told back then, Katie, the drama of it all. (laughs) All right, sorry. Jeffrey wants me to talk about something which which we were supposed to talk about at the beginning of the show but you know we had a little technical difficulty and we lost we lost poor jeffrey it sounds like he we, he like passed away but he did not jeff's about he's to have still a stroke. he's still with us <laughs> we're not gonna our heart will go on with you jeffrey so um this week we were jam-packed with jam-packed with information for you so yesterday we did a real talk roundtable with jeffrey and vera and luke and katie underwood about self-care which was really really great but we also had a really special show on the tuesday night american time wednesday day here um about a family that is going through the journey of their son um and his learning to cope the modern day with autism jeff do you want to talk very quickly about it as i put the link up on this on the screen so Michael was diagnosed very young with autism. He's nonverbal. He's just kind of learning to speak and communicate with his family. They've kind of gone through a very long journey. You know, dad had to leave his job to stay home. Uh, full-time care is super expensive. And when you have a nonverbal kid, that's kind of scary to think about leaving them with somebody. So this family, they, the two people, they come from families that they didn't own homes and they want to provide this child with a safe place to learn and grow with him. Because being in a rental, too, when you're dealing with a kid that's nonverbal, you know, you have a lot of behavioral issues where things get destroyed and get ruined. When you're renting, that becomes a problem. Or, you know, the child's mad and he's banging things on the wall. You're annoying the hell out of neighbors. So it's not easy. So if you've had somebody in your family or your life that's been affected by autism... You know, $10, it's not asking for much. Just go and send this family. Like, let's help get them a dream and get them their house, man. It's not asking that much. We've all struggled. Everybody needs a little help. They're over halfway there. They got like 33000 out of 50. So let's make it happen. Come on, folks. Take out those wallets. 
And we will post the video again, and we'll we're gonna do another like short little grabby trailer for them. So if you can jump onto the GoFundMe, um, otherwise, yeah, we'll the show's up there. We'll re-promote the show. Um, but sometimes your home isn't safe, or not even your workplace is safe, because um, especially for this woman, <laughs> Riley Williams, <laughs> who was accused of stealing a laptop from Nancy Pelosi's office on January 6th, is asking re- for release from her home detention from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day so she can find a job. Thoughts, anyone? So anyone? is it home detention being in jail but being in jail at home? Yeah, it's home. Yes. So basically so, what you're doing. It, yeah. So isn't the whole point that she's supposed to be doing time? Yes. Which means you don't yes. have the freedom to go and find a job. So Correct. suck it up, sister. Do basically. your time and move on. Yeah. Here's an idea. Cry, you were willing to sell it to Russia. You wanted yeah. to sell that to Russia. You took it on purpose. Suck if this up. bitch was in jail, was she going to do? be like, I'm sorry, can I get out of jail for like, you yeah. know, six hours a day to go work? Because I need to make money to pay my light bill. Bitch, she you ain't going to have a house. She wants 11 yeah. hours to go find a job. Bitch, do it from the computer. And no one's going to hire you anyways. Well, Isn't everyone working from home anyway? Like, like, yeah, not me. Bitch, where are you working? Well, where are you working? She has... She might not have very discernible life skills that translate over the interwebs. Jeffrey, you know? well, are you trying to gonna, excuse your poor computer they're skills? They're not going to translate anymore anyways. Is she a felon? She's not going to get hired. Yeah. She's an imbecile. Next, <laughs> next story. Next. Next story. We're done with her. Thank you, next. We are done. Um, <laughs> look, imbecile, I'm going to go with it. Um, Ooh, Kevin Spacey is preparing to return to the screen. Here we go, guys. Playing the role of a detective, investigating the case of a wrongly suspected pedophile. This is not going to go well for him. The fuck? This is either incredibly clever from his PR team or incredibly stupid. And frankly, I don't think we're going to know the answer until after the fact. If, If people's curiosity compels them to go and watch this new film just because of the irony of the whole thing, and then either discover that it's amazing and remember what a talented actor he is. And, look, I, I have to say I'm a fan of his professional work, obviously not a fan of his personal work. Um, right. You know, and that's, and that's the difficulty when we find these, you know, famous celebrities do these terrible things in their personal life and yet they could have a talent, you know, at work. It's, it's a hard call. You know? It's a conversation we've had a lot about separating the artist from the art. And yeah. You're never going to get that out. If they haven't been charged. Yeah. Well, we have, we have talked about the power of allegations before as well. So there is uh, there are witnesses and stuff to this. So but they I, keep bailing out and they won't go to court. Why? Well, and because, I'm not saying he's innocent. Oh, I don't. Oh. MJ, MJ's mm. been accused a billion times and we still buy mm-hmm. his records. Come on. Yes, Katie McCarthy. Ninety uh, percent of cases will settle out of court. I learned that today at work, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I learned things at work today, y'all. I, I did, but <laughs> it's also true. A lot of these people will settle out of court because one, maybe they're looking for money, maybe they're not, and two, they don't want to go through the trauma of a 
uh, testifying in court, mm. especially in cases like this, because testifying is difficult and it's rough and it's not, a, you know, it's not just, so what happened, honey? Tell me what's going on. It's people oh. like ripping you apart. Oh, yeah. Especially if character. Annalise Keating is the lawyer. Oh, <laughs> how to get away with think- murder. Uh- it's better today, I think, for victims, but it's still shit. It is. And, um, yeah. like, I remember, look, this is going way back when um, a friend of mine and I would walk home from school every day, and when her and I had an argument at school, um, so she walked home herself. Anyway, it turns out that someone had been following us all this time, we know. So this man tried to abduct my friend, and luckily a nurse was leaving work at the place where he was grabbing her, and was able to like drive her car into the whole thing and and get her into the car and save her. She had to sit in court in front of this man that tried to abduct her and say that was him. And she was to attend. Yeah, like, it's awful. The way that we treat victims, it's it's terrible. I've been going through something with a friend of mine who is uh, in a domestic violence situation, and she's uh, all this proof of all this awful awful trauma to her not just her but her child and they're trying to give more rights to her, her abuser what is this well because you know? courts don't really care about victims right because they, it's they all don't. about protecting somebody they're innocent until proven guilty and this is where it's like yin and yang at what point do you stop protecting a person that's accused of something and believe the victim or do mm. you just believe victims and throw everybody that's accused of something under the bus like i, I don't think- I, I think that I think well I can't speak for the American courts. I think the Australian courts do care about victims, but they still don't know how to care for them. And the fact that the police process, the court process, the luring process requires these victims to constantly retell their story, which has been shown to re-traumatize them over and over again, exacerbating anxiety, PTSD symptoms. This is not caring for victims you know if they were able to streamline the process where you could just tell your story in full once and then there was some other way this information could be relayed down the train down the chain then that would be caring for and caring about the victims but yeah i agree jeffrey that's really not in place at the moment and i think it needs to change rebuttal miss mccarthy oh i don't have a rebuttal (laughs) oh no i don't have a rebuttal i'm team katie but anyway, <laughs> Katie's Katie's <Yeah>. swear today. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, I'm gonna steal the Kevin Spacey movie just to watch it. I'm I'm announcing I'm this gonna legally download it. She says, "I Look, am." Um, Look, we've got a house we're... of cards with my favorite. You're gonna leave a job. Was so <laughs> good. He was a great actor, so it's kind oh, of yeah, devastating yeah. when it's like, oh shit. Listen, you know, like... I loved him in American Beauty. But we, all right, if we're going to talk about being reoffended and and like being like reliving trauma, um, guys, I don't oh know if you've God. heard. I'm <laughs> not showing up on my screen. Um, I don't know how we're, I feel we're about deli- this. the Johnny Depp deletion is 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 huge still. So Deadline is reporting that Timothy Chalamet has signed on to play <laughs> the title role of Wonka in the upcoming prequel musical will explore the origins of the character created by Roald Dahl and famously portrayed by Gene Wilder in 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Are you ready for another taste of Wonka? Isn't his name technically no. pronounced Timothy? How is this deleted? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, he's like, Johnny no. Depp. 
This dude, like, I, look, Johnny Depp looks like he got one Katie's through the meat grinder at the chocolate factory, right? There's no yes. way he could play an earlier version of this character anymore. I think I think the main it, point is that they're, they're ignoring that remake completely and making a prequel to the original film, which, let's be honest, is the superior film. Yes. Well, yeah, right. that's, that's I mean, Gene Wilder's version still yeah. holds. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. He's it is. Creepily, it's traumatizing. Creepily charismatic, you know. Yes. And I, I, I do think that it, it would take a lot to stand up for anyone to stand up to that version. I'm not even familiar with this Timotei person, but yeah, computer <laughs> says yeah, no. I love you, Katie. That's great. Exactly. It's, um, it's, um, he was in. He was in. Call, call me by my name, right? Yeah. I, I, don't know. I like uh, him. I like him a lot as an actor. Bad, he was bad he was queer person, Katie. Bad queer. Oh, person. oh, thank <laughs> you. All right. Oh, it's on. It's on. It's on. This is what. This is what Jeffrey wants. He wants us to fight. He wants us to fight. <laughs> no, um, just so he I does. I got my money on Katie. He does very erotic things with teachers, but isn't Army Hammer in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch it, girl. This is what this I mean. This is getting worse. This is getting. This is, you're not talking her because, into it at um, all. For the this four of us that for the four of us that are here, let's let let's be honest. Just, a lot of a lot of queer cinema is really bad, and we watch it just because it's like yay. But Call to, yeah, no, there was. It's not a bad movie. No, that's no, what I'm no, saying. No, but a lot of no, it is. Okay. But yeah, okay. it was it was a bit dramatic, and it was like all sexual with the peach. So. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you. I don't even like peaches now. Listen, it's not going to go well for you or him. Can I tell? <laughs> can I tell you a funny story about peaches? Do no. I have a my, my friend, <laughs> my friend, um, <laughs> reasons that she doesn't. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I got it! I got no, it! I got it! I'm back. Um, she doesn't like peaches because she was never allowed to have a pet. As a child, so she doesn't like the furry texture. <laughs> <laughs> that I like the ha- have you suggested that your friend might seek out professional help? I was gonna oh, say, can you hashtag this episode with hashtag imbecile? We all need help. James is um, here. Moving on from the piece. we are moving on because we're gonna re traumatize ourselves a little bit. Oh, speaking of childhood movies, um, Samuel E. Wright, the voice of Sebastian the Crab from Disney's Aww. Little Mermaid, That's has sad. died at age 74. I actually got quite nostalgic over this because I was like, oh, like, I don't watch Disney movies as an adult because I'm grown. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I do. I yeah, well, I don't have kids. I don't have kids. I don't, I don't have to re-traumatise myself. But I sat there and watched it and I was like, what is this moisture coming from my eyes? Oh like, no! Oh, we I, just... I feel like you. I feel like you forget how much impact Disney has had. They're 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 like even, under those Mickey Mouse horns. I swear, there's like, you know, they've they've <laughs> insidiously mean... got their way into everyone's psyche. Oh yeah, and Disney you're like, Rangers. you listen to Kiss the Girl, and you're like, oh shut up. Look, no, Calypso sure. under the sea. How can you lose? It was an iconic musical moment in modern and history. It was the best. It has it has the best advice in the world. We could all have Ariel. Get ready to be offended, everyone. Uh oh, here we go. Go on, darling. It's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I can't stand <laughs> your whole fucking life. Okay. Well, you wanted more controversy, Dave. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying. To do it. I'm trying to... All right, kid. Come on. What do we got next? <sighs> what do we got next? Well, wait. To be fair. Oh, this bitch. <laughs> they oh, did say that loud. <laughs> you did. You did. Oh my I god! Are we going to go needed. back? Are we going to go back like a year ago to the moist vagina conversation that we had to have? No, Jeff, we are not. That was not no. okay. I was no. just going to say there's a penis in the castle on the cover, but anyways, go yeah. forth. Go they forth. Live. And <laughs> go All right. Forth. Speaking of vaginas that are destroying the world. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's goopy vagina scent claims another what? victim. <laughs> Colby Watson filed a class action lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California this week, claims his candle exploded and his bedside engulfed in vagina-scented flames just three hours after he lit the candle on the 6th of February 2021. According to the complaint, Watson Phil <laughs> filed the class action suit on behalf of himself and other purchasers of the candle and is calling for compensation for the owners of the candle who thought no who through no fault of their own purchased an effective and dangerous vagina scented candles. A warning on the this smells like my vagina candle states that it should only it should not be left to burn for more than two hours at a time. Which is solid advice, I, I guess. So, so her, all right, Vera, you gotta go first. Got you it. Go first. If you are motherfucking stupid enough to buy a candle that's called "Smells Like My Vagina," then you don't get any compensation. You don't deserve to have any money. You are too fucking stupid to live. <laughs> imbeciles. Hashtag, hashtag imbeciles. Hashtag imbeciles. <laughs> I have to um. I have to go straight to Katie Underwood because she looks horrified. So, <laughs> I, I, to be perfectly honest, I was unable to proceed past the words Gwyneth Paltrow's goopy vagina. <laughs> I just was used to oh read anything more after that. <laughs> I, I thought that was creative writing. Her company's name is Goop. Yeah, like I just looked up how much the? this candle costs. If you are paying $75 for a candle that smells like somebody's vagina, fuck you. You don't get money. And what? like that's and no joke, that's like that is actually the name of the the, the candle. It is actually yes. this smells like and my she's, like, she it's also not has a joke. She also has one that's called this this candle smells like my orgasm. Oh, just stop. Just like Gwyneth. Gwyneth is, just Gwyneth. Stop. Okay. She's so stop. Out of Best segue ever, but Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, just, no. <laughs> no, don't fuck her. Thank you, Nat. No, no more goopy vaginas from Gwyneth. Thank you. Underwood no, has no. said no more. She's Underwood out. Has I'm out. Hashtag Mike, drop. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag imbecile. imbecile. We've killed, we've killed Luke today. I'm um, crying today. But, all right, guys, this is a big one. I need to. Um, I need to. This is hilarious. As soon as I saw it, I went, "Oh, girl, we have opinions on this." So I don't know if you guys saw this text message that went out from a bridezilla um, with some, what? some slight demands on oh her on her oh, wedding Jesus. party. So the wedding party invitation has gone viral with the bride demanding that one, 
everyone being a size eight or hit the gym, which she actually wrote because the wow. dresses have already been pre-purchased. There will be no fake tans, no shoulder length hair, short natural colored nails. And this is the kicker, a $500 donation to her honeymoon fund. Yeah. How's get fucked sound? Fuck you. Fuck you. Katie, we're going to start with you. I mean, have a nice life, bitch. If you got that message, if you got that message, what would your response be? I'd go, how's good fuck sound? That's what I would say. Have a nice honeymoon on your skateboard because that's all you're getting out of me. <laughs> no. Vera. no, she can go to Gwyneth. I gotta tell you though, I worked as a as a wedding coordinator when I was in nursing school. Every bride is a bridezilla. I don't care how nice you think they are. When they're, it's all about their day. They're fucking bridezillas. Mm-hmm. I had a bride threaten me because I would not allow her to nail her bows into antique, uniquely designed Louis Comfort Tiffany pews. And she had a shizzy fit. And then her fiance called me up to tell me how cruel and unkind I was to this bride. And all I could think is, dude, run. Dude, yeah. Run. Um, yeah. I would just Get like out to now. say, I was not a bridezilla. It was my mother who was like Gramzilla. I that bitch was out of control. I had nothing to do. You can go listen to the whole saga on uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Yeah, talk radio. <laughs> yeah, you can go listen to all the old shows. It was about June and May of 2012. Uh, you can hear my ex-husband's uh, sister called the Power Ranger uh, see you next Tuesday. It was a great time. Yeah, great time. I love that episode. Yeah, huge, huge drama. Because Karen's drama. like, she just called me a... It's amazing. It was crazy. So yeah, she I does that to a Power Ranger. I didn't care at the end. I didn't want to deal with none of it. I And I tell everybody, go elope because marriage. <laughs> I wanted to elope. Suck. I wanted to elope. I agree. I wanted to elope. I'm just going to state that for the record. I wanted to elope. I wanted it simple, easy. I wanted everybody to be relaxed in comfortable clothing, no drama, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. And it just, I had no choice. My mother took over and then she's like, I'm just trying to help you. You're so ungrateful. You're such a calm child. I don't know what I did wrong. If I ever get married at this Probably stage, dropping you. I am going to get married by flying Elvis, and it's just going to be me and my groom. Well, look, there's only one of us in here that's had a secret marriage, so... <laughs> yeah. How did you I, get How did you get away with that under media scrutiny, Katie Underwood? We have talked about it before, but... Uh, well, we lied, so, you know, that's how we can get away with stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I did elope. Uh, it was we eloped because we wanted to kind of keep it under wraps and um yeah it was relatively simple to organize we hired a one bedroom cabin uh which we had gone away on holidays uh for our first getaway so we just hired that little cabin we had the ceremony in the cabin with an officiated celebrant my parents his parents 
my sister, his sisters for witnesses, and that was it. We ate some food and said happy day and that's getting married. So, um, yeah, that was relatively simple. And then five years later we did it again. But uh, to keep costs low and drama low, we told 50 of our closest family and friends that we were celebrating our fifth wedding anniversary. So they just thought they were coming to a dinner. Um, we told the florists we were having an anniversary party, so they did not triple their costs. We had a cake made and said it's for an anniversary, so they did not triple their costs. I think the most expensive part was we put two grand on the bar and that was a gift from my then husband's father, which was very generous. And we had a lovely evening, three-course dinner, mix and mingle, renewed our vows. It was really, really And relaxed, you got caked? So. I suppose, probably. <laughs> yeah. So no, I um, I, I don't consider myself to ever have had a real wedding. So I, I was, I was, I managed to do it twice and never be a bridezilla. But you know, I'm not the average never bride. Fo- never so. followed the trends, have you, Katie? No, oh. no. I don't. She just creates the babes, creates those trends. I don't think I was a bridezilla, but I also didn't want the big wedding. So I. But you would have been a bridezilla. I Come wasn't. On. I swear to God. I swear to God. I just. Red. I didn't want this big wedding, so every time something got stressful, I kind of hid. Like, no, no, <laughs> I was not into well, it. <laughs> look, different recollections. Uh, are quite, in here? <laughs> different recollections are quite common. Um, wow. So there's been one in the there's been one in the um, so in the zeitgeist at the moment. So Stevo has um, spoke out against Bear Majera. So. If, if these names mean nothing to you, it's Jackass. Uh, Bear Majera launched a social media tirade against his former Jackass castmates, saying that he was left betrayed, spelt wrong, good work, whoever um, actually copy and pasted that from a real article, abandoned <laughs> and rejected, it was me, oh, <laughs> betrayed. after being removed from the upcoming Jackass 4 with scathing comments levelled at Johnny Knoxville and director Jeff Tremaine. Sober castmate Steve-O has stepped up to reveal another side of the story. So basically Steve-O has um, come out and read Bam to filth, saying, Bam, the two people you're saying wronged you, Knoxville and Tremaine, (laughs) thank you, Luke, are the same two people who organised the intervention which saved my life. Everyone bent over backwards to get you in the movie, and you all all you had to do was not get loaded. You continued to get loaded. It's the and it's that simple. We all love you every bit as much as we say we do, but nobody who really loves you can uh, can enable you to or encourage you to stay sick. Now, that's very much par for the course when you're dealing with someone who has any kind of addiction issue. There's the there's always at least two sides to every story. At what point do you like? At what point does does your truth outweigh theirs? I mean, obviously he feel he's entitled to his feelings, but it's not necessarily Bam the truth. Is in and is out it? of rehab constantly. He just left the stand. He doesn't want to stay there. He doesn't want to do it. Now he got some celebrity guru chick who's supposed to help him stay sober. But if they're throwing him off the movie, there's a reason. It wasn't because he was having a bad day. It's because he was getting loaded. So yeah. what does he expect? You can't get fucked up and do your job. Bye. I feel kind it's- of bad for him. I mean, in a way, think about all he went through losing Ryan Dunn and, you know, granted. We and, all have and, trauma. 
Uh, well, I'm just saying, think about that. He lost his best friend because of alcohol, and now he's just like a slave to it. It's it's sad. It's very, and the, very the thing, sad. Yeah, the thing the thing is, you can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. Exactly. No matter how hard, no matter where your intention lies, and no matter how much you want that you want them to want it, if they don't want it or can't want it yet, you can't force that. And especially on a movie like Jackass, where they're doing highly dangerous stuff. Oh, you can't have someone that's like that off the rails that mm-hmm. could potentially kill himself or any number of other people. But like, other- I, yeah, oh, sorry, I feel for it, but you can't. I feel for him, but I've all. This is like we've all been. Everyone knows someone who's been through some kind of substance abuse issue. If if not, you know ourselves or whatever. At but they've they've got to you've got to want you've got to want to help mm-hmm. yourself first when it comes down to it. Otherwise, it's not going to stick. Katie, well, that's it. I will say that, um, you know, congratulations to Steve-O for getting sober. That's mm. amazing. Uh, I will also say, though, from personal and professional experience, it's incredibly difficult, near impossible, to have an objective view of your own behaviour when you are loaded from the outside. Um, I think... We underestimate the negative impact we have on the people in our lives when our addiction is in full swing. Um, And it's all very well to go back afterwards once you get sober and go, well, now that I look at this situation with sober eyes, you know, why am I not included? But he's not counting out the amount of times that I well imagine he must have let them down, disturbed them, upset them, frightened them, concerned them. Um, and that that's simply something that his old castmates are not willing to go through and they shouldn't have to. You know, there's no rule that you have to keep giving someone infinite amounts of chances. Um, sometimes that's just the price we pay for the choices that we make, you know, and it sounds like Steve-O just has a few more steps to work through in you know, forgiving himself and others um, and maybe taking a little more accountability for, for what's gone down, whatever that is. No. Um, it, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's, In another sense, it's jackass. <laughs> like, how many of these movies were they drunken or high-end beforehand? Like, this is not like some Oscar-winning film. These I, I, think it matters, probably- I think it matters more now, Katie, the fact that a lot of those guys have family now. They have... Yeah. They've got cultural influence now that what what their actions were back in the day was, was cute and funny and everyone loved it and da da They're da not da, da. jackasses but now, anymore. But <laughs> no. The, no, they still they can still they you know, everyone's entitled to live their lives the way they want to live their lives. But they are they are for want of a better term, they are role models to people. You know what I mean? When you they step are- into this when you step into this lifestyle in the media, people look at you and go, oh, my God, what are they doing? They're my favourite person in the world. I'm going to model my behaviour after that. So, like, so if, if they're – not that they're promoting drug use or anything like that, but it's a very, it's a very sticky line to walk yeah. where you go, you can't – like, they can't condone that behaviour. You, <laughs> you can't condone that behaviour. Oh, no, and the, I'm just saying, like – I don't know. <laughs> it just it, it really just feels a lot like pot calling the kettle black and these guys are like in their mid 40s early 50s and still doing this shit so come on like what oh, are you Ryan well the I problem is just... they all got fucked up together now bam is still getting drunk and it's a problem it's kind of fucked up but uh they do care about it but 
to completely keep him off is really a bit. Uh, I don't agree. With that. I don't think so. I don't agree I, with that. I, I don't agree with it. Ben to rehab. You can't sit with the tough one. As as Bam has, and as many times as he's not completed rehab or walked out of it because he just decided to get fucked up again. At some point, Me and I feel Katie. like as a whole, we're not okay with cutting people off and saying enough is enough. I'm done. No. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not dealing with this anymore. People are very averse to it. It's uh, a savior complex. So people want to save people. Yes. Right. But here's the thing. When I tell people, like, I cut my family off, right? There was an alcohol involved, but it's toxic behavior. Potheads, whatever. People can't handle it. They're like, but that's your mother. That's your father. That's your best friend. How did you, you know, you give away your best friend after the marriage ended? Because it was toxic. It wasn't healthy for me anymore. And I picked me. I don't care. Like, you want to keep fucking up your life, you go do it over there on your your, your ground. That is a behavior uh-huh. I've had to... Playground. That's a behavior I've had to learn to stop doing to people because I need yeah. to see where they're coming from. Well, no, I'm saying I was one of those people that would be like, you gave up your mother? Why? That's your mother. And right. I had to understand people's relationships are 100% different. And it's their prerogative, and it's their mental health, and it's their life that they're and it's doing. Not, well, like, your gauge of your relationship and your mother choice. doesn't mean it, it it matches someone else's relationship with their mother. Exactly. And I guess we all we'll go off our own experience, but it's just understanding that everyone else's experience is a little bit and different. Look, time or a lot. Time gives you a lot of perspective on on youth and mistakes and all that kind of thing. So, um, with that in mind, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to a section sorry, Vera. that, sorry, Vera, but you're, okay. she's about to go off anyway in a second. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to go on to a section I like to call The View From Here. Um, if this motherfucking view ain't about friends, bitch, you might as well just end this. It is, girl. Right it now. is. Because Jeffrey has been traumatized by the friends reunion. <laughs> oh, you watched it already? Is it on? He said, but, you, are you girl, tonight? Girl, oh, wait, you said I thought you this cried. was because the you first 10 years cried. old, so we're like, you, you said you cried. Years... You oh, said you cried. So, so yeah. Oh, Jeff. Um, I, I, want... I said nothing. So, the, the Friends reunion was 20, 20 years, right? Is it 20 years? Yeah, the reunion? 20. Se- Is it 17 years. Oh, okay. 17 years. It debuted okay. 27 years ago and then did 17. So we we date well the show date Jeffrey debuted ten years ago. I want to ask each of you, where do you want to be in ten years' time? Fucking dead. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start with who. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Who do I start with? Katie McCarthy. God damn it! Ten years. Well, how old will the boys be? 16 and I, I, it depends on my, so she's going to be dead and a half. oh <laughs> girl your sheets are going to be ruined that's where you're going to be <gasps> what oh, teenage, boys. teenage boys <laughs> my sheets are already ruined but oh. <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> the, less, the less said about the nugget couch the better <laughs> <laughs> alright in 10 years um, I, I am hoping to be uh, a little more financially stable than I am right now. Maybe a lot of debt paid off. 
hoping my boys have a nice little college fund or education fund or whatever they want to do with their future fund kind of started. Um, maybe my house is paid off. Probably not. My college debt's definitely not paid off. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. But <laughs> I, I, I'm just hoping in 10 years I'm a little more stable than I am right now because I'll be inching towards 50 and if Kyle's still alive, then <laughs> Kyle, watch out, girl. You in danger. Now, Luke. He knows. He knows. Speak, speaking yeah. of people in, that are in danger, you will have a 14-year-old daughter oh, in 10 dear. years' time. And Ooh, she's um, all, you already saw I, the photo I've she did with the poncho. Sassy, the sassy modeling shots that she did this weekend. As Jeffrey said, oh, you are in for so much trouble. But she, <laughs> she is a sassy little one. She's a sassy funny. child. Where do you hope to be in 10 years? Uh, alive. Also, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I don't, I honestly don't know because I kind of have these ideas. Like, honestly, I don't want to be instilling in back in a regional area i would like to go back to city um so that's like a little a little thing um i'm going into a different area with my work life right now so i think it's going to lead me to other places and open those doors for me uh am i being really boring about this no um, just be honest well, well, we want. and yeah that's pretty much it and but you know i think my daughter will probably outwalk me and negotiate me on every front because she's doing it now at age four <laughs> and sometimes her arguments make sense and i'm like oh, okay like yeah, even they, when it comes back with i'll ask her to do something and she'll be like but i'm just a kid oh. and it kind of makes sense and i'm like oh shit she knows how to spin it so i don't know yeah so alive maybe living back in the city well i hope living back there in the next couple of years but we'll see and uh, more professionally developed, um, you know, and sell right. my house and, and another property. There you go. Bye. I'm going to jump to someone who will have adult children by 10 years time. Oh, that would be me. That <laughs> would be you, girl. Yeah. So, yeah, in 10 years, my girls will be 19. I predict they'll probably still be living at home if they're studying. So I'll still have the full house. I would love to be able to be in a position to buy the house that I'm currently living in. Um, my landlord lives next door in a house that looks just like this and he'd happily sell it to me, but I just am not quite in a position to buy it. So who knows how the financial wheel of fortune might spin in my favour in the next 10 years. So that would be good. Um, Career-wise, my, my long, long-term goal would be to travel um, nationwide or even internationally on the motivational speaker circuit, inspiring oh, yeah. people to live happy, healthy, uh, passionate lives and probably promoting a book that I will have just written uh, in my 50s. So that's my visioning. Still producing music, no doubt, and probably doing something else that I can't even imagine right now. But um, I think I'll still be driven by my passion to inspire and lead and teach people in some form or other. Uh, and healthy. Robust and healthy is my vision for 10 years from now. If 2020 yeah. taught us anything, you'd never know what's around the corner, isn't that You never right? do. <laughs> you never do. Now, Vera. Oh. Wait, wait. Can I add, I also want a vagina-scented candle release. Oh, no. Uh, I hope it doesn't smell like don't. your wait, vagina. I, I would like to add one more thing. Katie, does your 10-year plan include donuts still? 
Absolutely. Okay, good. Many donuts will be eaten in the next 10 years. Yes. All right, Vera, come on. What's your plans? Hopefully retirement. Retired. <laughs> yeah, girl. Retired. I want to be doing local theatre and travelling the globe at will. That's the way to do it. So Are you going to be a cougarin? Uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> Are you going to get that D, Vera? Get that D. Speaking of getting that D, um, Jeffrey, where First are you going to be? Fuck every last one of you bitches. The 10 year anniversary, and not one person was like, well, I hope the show gets picked up and it turns into a success and we get fucking paid. I haven't had my say yet. Rotted bitches. Me, you all rot. <laughs> Fuck you all. Okay? First. Second, um, as long as my kids are healthy, happy, and having a productive life, that's really all that matters to me. Uh, financially, I hope that I get to work on my passion projects. I hope that I refine my creativity in the next 10 years. And I hope that I figure out how to be happy. I hope you Ooh, figure deep. out how to be happy, too, because so you're a grumpy bitch. That was deep, yeah. girl. Well, I'm going to say... I, my hope for the next 10 years is that we ride this pony into very weird and wonderful territories. I think that um, I can't wait until international travel comes back because I would love for us to actually, we've, we've had a pipe dream of doing a live show. So I would love yeah. to get over to the US and actually do a live show with actual people. Mm-hmm. And we can we can Skype in Underwood from overseas and she can be like, what's going on? <laughs> That'd be great. I say, why can't she come? Katie, oh, pick yeah. the girls, we're going to the US. <laughs> I want to come. No, they're going to leave the girls, aren't you? Like, mummy has no, to work. They'll be, they'll be old enough. They'll be wanting me to take them to vote. Vegas by that exactly. point. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. We'll, we'll leave the girls together, Katie. Put all the girls together. Well, your girls will be and old we'll enough go... to watch everyone else's kids because they won't be old <laughs> enough to be, t- they won't be 21 yet. So it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> they can watch everyone's kids. I already yeah. trust your kids, Katie. It's cool. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can keep riding this machine into something weird and wonderful and different. I, I really just hope, I feel like. I've always felt in my heart that I won't stay in Australia. So hopefully in my travels, I'll meet someone that wants to adopt me and, you know. <laughs> Welcome to give America. Me a, give me a green card. Give me I a like green card. But, yeah, look, um, well, I just Steve. want my I also want my family and friends to be happy and healthy. As I said with uh, to Katie, just with Katie, 2020 has been such a kick in the nuts for everyone that I think it really brings things back to to the core. The best you can hope for is that you, your family, your friends, the ones that you love, lead happy, healthy, productive, dream-filled lives. So that's my hope for the future. Doesn't it sound very Disney? It does. Uh, Hey, in 10 years, we may be able to arrange this marriage, Steve. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, look, I can cook. I don't clean. I already told him, like, if he wants to move here, I would just marry him so he can move here. But he's got to. Could you imagine else. that? Tell that's me that too, though, Steve. Don't feel that's special. That's the next rea- Jeff. That's the next reality that. show. That is the next reality show. <laughs> that's the next reality show. That's not all right. Well, look, we're going to run out of time, but we're going to go a little bit longer because we cannot end 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 end, end this show without. Gathering round the warmth of Vera's vent. <laughs> All right, girl, are you ready? 
I'm ready. I got my okay, ready, set, vent. It's been a very weird day here in New York State, and several things have rolled in together to create today's rant. Number one, Jeff Bezos is about to be a trillionaire, the richest man on the planet. Number two, New York State Health Program a fictitious 501c3 is already gearing up for the single payer fight, trying to get people to sign on and realize that single payer is a bad thing. Even though insurance companies in this state, not in the country, we're just talking New York State, have enough money to name the Blue Cross Arena and the MetLife Stadium. Come on, people. They're making money off of us money off of people being sick. Number three, there was a tweet today about a child needing an electronic wheelchair. And oh, this technica, uh, Technics class got together and they built this kid a wheelchair for free. And it was a feel good story for the nation. But this is a dystopian tale. We have a child in a wheelchair who can't afford what he needs. And the last thing that happened today is that our dear friend Jeff has found the Maxwell family and has adopted them as our clause celeb for Uncensored Radio. And how do all these tie in? We need to get our act together here, country. This is bullshit. This country is so out of whack. The wealth in this country is disproportionate to the poverty. There are as of today, 2 million plus people in this country that are worth a million dollars or more. There are 251 people in Auburn, New York, in the 13021 zip code that are worth a million dollars. Okay? There are 20 million millionaires total in this country. 20 million. 13 million people are worth more than a million and 14 million people are worth more than $10 million. There are 90 million or 90,000 people worth more than $50 million. And there are 790 billionaires in this country. And Jeff Bezos is about to be a trillionaire. We need to get our act together. The fact that the Maxwell family has to have a GoFundMe to buy a house so that they can provide the kind of low stimulation, safe environment for their son is beyond ridiculous. This is a crime. We should all be ashamed of our country. We need to get our act together and realign our priorities so this can be the land of the free and the home of the brave, not the land of the billionaires and the home of the poor. Now, I did the research on the other end. Do you know how many people in this country live in poverty? We are the wealthiest country on the planet. And we have 40 million people in poverty. 27 million of those people are children. Come on, tax the rich, figure it out. Set up a safety net for our citizens. This is beyond ridiculous. It is criminal. Eat the rich, not tax them. Eat them. Fuck them. Compost them. They're all fucks. Fuck them. They're up. Maths. <laughs> <laughs>
Every time. Every time with the numbers. You know it confuses the pretty people. Don't do it. <laughs> Love you, Vera. That was beautiful. Very well said, Vera. Look, well um, said. we're gonna we're gonna end this show with a bit of a palate cleanser because you know, you gotta end on a happy note and um <laughs> Guys, Channing Tatum yeah. knows Ooh. his audience. Ooh, <laughs> so um, oh, yeah. this this little post to social media has Channing. Um, you got to look at it, guys. Um, his I caption reads, you, <laughs> his caption reads, you know when you're in the makeup trailer, asshole naked, <laughs> holding a towel over your junk, you're about to do some shit on set that you're going to have to prepare mama for before seeing the movie. Um, ironically, not maybe not so much. The movie is called um, The Lost City of D, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which kind of reads Whoa. like a dating life, right? Wow, wow, what it. wow. great! <sighs> is there much more to say about him? Than this, no, no. no. I, I have a question. Is this a, like is this like a follow up to Magic Mike Two or something? Katie, do you care? No, I, I, <laughs> no, I don't look at it. No, I don't care. But I'm just curious. Fucking <laughs> sex. Oh, actually, Steve. My, my before we go off air, my brain. I'm looking this up. <laughs> I was gonna say before we go off air, do we really care about the remake on Amazon? About I know what you did last summer. You we do, didn't even talk know. about the Friends reunion. I do, but we, we're going off it. Like, Bye. Do we do we do we I do it? about Friends, but look, no, I didn't. thought Channing. I thought Bye. Channing would make everyone happy. I thought Channing was good. He made me. I a bit am wet. happy. It's cool. I loved it. I love that we're all like objectification is wrong unless it's Channing Tatum. Yeah, he's going to be naked with Sandy Bullock. I'm in. He's yeah. consenting. He I'm sure he's consenting. a very good actor. I'm sure he's a very yeah. nice man. I bet boy can dance. Tastes like strawberry. He can dance. Oh, boy can dance. <laughs> oh, Jeff, we need to isolate that one. <laughs> he's a All right, so how do you feel about this? Does anyone Look, no one cares? No one cares, cares but no you. Cares. I didn't think so. I didn't think no so. Cares. I wanted to say. I no one cares but you. Kevin Canham's dick or, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt being replaced. No one cares, Luke. Listen, some, some people prefer uh, Jennifer's T's over Channing's D, okay? Look, I think, I think everyone... I, True. True. I, I do like, though, he said, yes, I was flexing so hard that I got a cramp. A cramp. <laughs> yeah. So, look, Cha- I, 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 like, I think Channing's very down to earth because he, he freely admits when he stops working out and gets, you know... He gets chunky. He gets chunky get, like everyone else. But get normal. Girl We're can also get shredded this. for days. Yeah. And I'm sure that everyone would appreciate a good shredding. Okay. We love you. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. Bye, Bye. y'all. Bye, Bye. Yes, the official closing statement for UCR is that we would all watch the Channing his patrons. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>